0: Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to brewing time with Armored Soul and Quasin Bana. Alright, Quasin, so tell me what is the brew for today?
1: Alright, it's an important one. We're gonna be talking about the importance of dental hygiene or uh, oral hygiene. So let me ask you this, Armored Soul. If I just say dental hygiene, oral hygiene, what, what are those words mean? What do those words mean to you for you?
0: I mean, typically, I'm I'm actually going back to a fond memory within elementary school. Remember when the dentist? Well, this was me anyway. Like the dentist would come over to your school. He would give you like uh, some toothbrushes, toothpaste, some floss. You know, the cheap floss and whatnot, all in a goodie. But typically, again, dental hygiene. I'm thinking of like, oh, you're brushing your teeth, you're flossing, and typically, I th- I would think that would be it, right?
1: Okay, so a lot of people think that way. You know, it's like flossing, brushing the teeth. You know, it's kind of an aesthetic thing I think people also think about, right? You know, if you don't brush your teeth, they get bad. You know, maybe your breath kind of smells at times. Um, But there's a lot more to it, I think, to be quite honest. Like, I'll just start, you know, go straight into that. Actually, did you know that you can kind of break up, you know, a person's oral hygiene into gingivitis and periodontitis, right? Have you heard about those words?
0: Of course, I've obviously heard of gingivitis, but periodontitis?
1: Yeah, so perio, uh, typically you'll see like, you know, the issues with gingivitis, uh, but you'll also see, you know, more serious, um, more serious, you know, effects like bone loss. Um, And you'll see like, you know, recession, all these kind of things that really, you know, bring out the oral bacteria in a person's mouth, right? Mm. So normally you kind of think of like, okay, well... You know, somebody's got like healthy gums or, you know, teeth, the teeth are always white and things like that. But periodontitis uh, can really affect their oral health, but it can also affect them systemically. So, an individual, for example, with severe periodontitis, periodon, period, periodontitis, like, and they have stages for, you know, stage one, two, three, and four. Stage four, where they have like really deep, you know, they're really their gums are just, like, down there, and, and they're, like, at the very bottom. Like, their teeth are completely exposed. This sensitive. You know, their roots are exposed. The bacteria that kind of just is, like, you know, hiding in it. I know you took—did you take microbiology? I bet you know some bit of microbiology, though.
0: I don't think I took microbiology, but what I did take, I took evolutionary biology. And the funny thing is they actually talked about the evolution of teeth. So, little little tidbit right here. So, the reason why we have mouths, okay, we say that we all evolved from the ocean, right, from fishes and whatnot. Um, But basically, the mouth developed so that way it was acted as a filtration system. And then, over time, that filtration system evolved into what we have as teeth. And uh, like I, I remember learning all these terms. I remember I told you about it too. It was like, oh hey, like do you know this term, like calcium, calcium uh, something? I don't know, like prehistoric teeth basically. So this was before teeth were actually really called teeth. And that's the thing, because teeth aren't really bone, are they?
1: No, they they actually deem them as hard tissue teeth, and they're made out of like a what was it calcium apatite or hydroxy apatite? Both, because yeah. yeah, I remember I remember yeah. hearing
0: both of those words right there
1: yeah it's interesting and even apatite which is the the mineral constituent of teeth that's in like um another form is in like marine uh you know organism shells and stuff like that so like mm-hmm. you know your your hermit crab shell calcium carbonate kind of you know concoction of minerals is is in that as well it's kind of interesting it's like in our teeth and did you know actually the the hardest substance actually well maybe i just told you the answer oh, okay what is here's a question it's going to be on the test next time for anybody listening um what is the hardest material of the body
0: the hardest material of the body so i mean it would be teeth
1: teeth the enamel of teeth actually yes enamel, so okay. the enamel so the net so just breaking down a tooth what is a tooth right so it's hard tissue uh you know you have the enamel on the outside and there's like a you know like an apple exactly or okay so like yeah i guess like an apple so you got an apple right you got a a layer on the skin of the apple right then you got the the nice juicy part the fruit and you got the core right kind of similar with teeth you know except that teeth have an outer layer which is the um, enamel the second layer would be the cementum and then the third layer would be the dentin right and then of course you have like a little chamber in the tooth called the pulp cavity but uh, and that's where the root is and all that you know, feeling and and, and like nerves are, but um, yeah, like uh, teeth are kind of interesting. I was I was kind of saying like um, when somebody has like, you know, recession. Do you understand when I mean when I say recession?
0: So yeah, because like the gum lines are actually receding backwards. So it's like for example, okay, let me ask you this little little side topic right here is uh, when people get piercings. What is it? It's like the smiley piercing, like right there in their gum on the. like where the basically your two front teeth are right Mm -hmm. so so how is it that jewelry well again like that type of what inorganic material gets uh how does that cause our gums to recede
1: it's interesting yeah so like some people they'll get like uh you know they'll pierce their tongue they'll pierce the you know uh the frenum which is the little tongue like underneath the the Mm -hmm. underneath of the tongue it's a little kind of Uh, tissue that's like pulling down, holds the tongue in place, right? So it doesn't just, you know, swish back and forth, right? Or they'll get a philtrum piercing, which is, of course, on the upper lip. Um, So that little indent underneath the the nose on the Mm -hmm. upper lip, that's called a philtrum. So, yeah, so how does that cause recession? And it causes recession. It causes even um, abfraction, which is kind of just the, you know, kind of biomechanical force of like constantly this piece of metal, you know, is dinging and you know uh, against the uh, the teeth so it's actually like damaging you know uh, the tooth and it's causing recession because well it's it's like foreign you know it's it's a foreign object in your mouth it's continuously just going over there it's it's uh it's you know bacteria is getting there as well because well now you've made a hole in your mouth okay and all the other bacteria is gonna just get in there and That bacteria, which is and that's how I was talking about microbiology here, so you know you've heard of streptococcus, right? Yes, I have right so there are these uh, there are these like very specific um, you know organisms streptococcus mutants is probably the biggest one which actually leads to cavities and decay, right and um, interestingly enough, like let me ask you this so would you think like if you if you ate a lemon? versus, well, I don't know, an apple, which one's going to be worse for your teeth?
0: I would say the lemon because of the citrus.
1: The citrus, right? It's got a you know much lower pH, right? It's acidic, right? It's not good for the teeth. It'll wear away the enamel, all right? And you don't get enamel. Enamel just doesn't really... Well, that's an area a little bit different when it comes to fluoride, but um, it's hard to get that back if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, just kind of in the sense like that, if your mouth is at a low pH, it's so acidic in there all the time keeping that oral cavity in a, in the correct pH it's going to just be acidic and it's going to be there's going to be certain bacteria that are just going to thrive right mm-hmm. and so yeah. like yeah that bacteria streptococcus mutans is just continuously going there it's feasting on all this this acid these carbs that you're eating and it's all dry in your mouth and it's just as a byproduct producing these acids that are just wearing away your teeth oh interesting but um yeah, it's 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 kind of like um and people with periodontitis like they have they got these bacteria just like hanging out deep in the gum because there's like pockets, right? The teeth the gum line, you know, is not like affixed to the teeth properly, okay? Like you want you want nice tight and healthy gums, mm-hmm. you know, coral pink, you know, fits snugly to the tooth. Um all that kind of stuff. But people with periodontitis they got deep pockets, recession and all these little bacteria are just hanging out um, in that area, and they're just thriving, right? And the worst thing about this, and this is where I'm going to get to about like how people with periodontitis can get really affected, is that that bacteria can travel through your blood and go to your heart and cause things like ineffective endocarditis, right? It's, it's gonna it's like I mean that word is scares me just you know saying in the sense, right? It's like a person's oral cavity, dental hygiene. Really affects systemically the entire body's health, right? And that's why, like they say, um, people with like, for example, like a pacemaker, mm-hmm. if they get that bacteria in their heart, they're gone. You know, really, their 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 pacemakers will be affected if not, um, because they already have a foreign, you know, object in that in their body, right? And mm-hmm. if that reacts to those, you know, ineffective endocarditis. It's gonna cause issues with the valves and everything like that. It, they're gone. You know, so. Keeping the oral cavity healthy is really
0: important. So, okay, let me ask you this then. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. That's that's true because I actually have a buddy. Shout out to you, homie, uh, who's trying to go to dental hygiene, not dental hygiene school. He's trying to become a dentist, and he was telling me that there's also a bacteria that causes Alzheimer's as well.
1: Bacteria? I mean, it's did it start in the mouth or something?
0: It starts in the mouth. Yeah, it's like cavities. Like for example, like there's a specific type of bacteria. When again, when you aren't taking good, good um, oral care of yourself, you will develop Alzheimer's in the long run. Um, also, too, let me ask you this. So again, we just talked about okay. So there's brushing, there's flossing. Uh, again, those are the two traditional methods that we always hear of. But what about like tongue scraping? That you know that was remember like that was like a thing. Like I think it was like first introduced like what now. 2010, 2011. I'm not sure if you remember. It was this guy on YouTube. You know who I'm talking about?
1: I I'm not sure. Not I don't know. I don't know who specifically you're referring to.
0: But uh, yeah, because I remember it was a dude. Like he really popularized. Like oh yeah, like it's like for example, mouthwash is another thing that that we use to take care of our teeth. But really, what is it what does it really mean that we have to take care of our teeth? Because again, out in nature, we don't have the tools that we have now. Right? We don't have floss. We don't really brush our teeth, so like, you know, I'm just curious. Does 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 is that covered at all?
1: So yeah, like that's I I really like how you brought up like originally, like hey, you know, the, the original man wasn't using a toothbrush, probably right, but his his jaw muscles were way stronger than what we have. Like if you know historically, um, man has been eating, you know, uh, has been getting eating less fibrous foods. From from when he was the original man, right? Mm-hmm. And even they have like um you know the skulls of the original men, you know, uh their masseter muscles, their jaw muscles, like their chewing muscles were much larger, okay? And so we've been eating, and this is where I'm going with it. We've been eating soft, mushy foods, you know. we hey, I'm just gonna pick on Gerber, Gerber, <laughs> you know, baby food right here, you know. Uh, we just lost another sponsor, right? Dang. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean like just. Mushy foods, uh, highly processed food, even bread. You know, just think about it. A loaf of you know Mrs. Baird's bread or whatever. Another sponsor gone. Oh my God, I'm just <laughs> double went right here, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, just like a loaf of bread is almost like eating sugar. Okay. It's like eating sugar because it's highly processed. It's has no fiber, and then it just sticks to your teeth, just gonna cause cavities in that sense. But I haven't forgot the question. Um, yeah, like, like we you know, we didn't grow up with, well, I mean, I should say the original man didn't have toothbrushes and things like that. But, of course, they were eating more fibrous foods and they were doing the work for them. Kind of the, um, you know, um, the act of chewing on fibrous stuff is almost like brushing. It's got the abrasion, right, that's yeah. cleaning off the teeth naturally, right? So you mentioned like tongue scrubbers, and I, I own a tongue scrubber. Tongue scrubbers are particularly good, well— I don't know necessarily whether or not it's really good for keeping the oral cavity like good for the, your teeth as much as primarily people that use a tongue scrubber or want to get rid of the, the biofilm uh, that's sitting on the tongue is because it's bad breath, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, you know, and they call that officially halitosis, right? We probably know about that term, right? Um, yeah. Tongue scrubber, good for bad breath odor because some people like, hey, this is kind of embarrassing, honestly. Um I didn't know to brush my tongue until I was like 12, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's not that it's like everybody knows brush your teeth and then maybe flossing and things like that, which we'll get into in a sec. But let me ask you this. So, I'm going to put you on the spot. How many day how many times a day do you brush and how many times a day do you floss?
0: See, I mean flossing gets it's it's horrible for me cuz I'll I'll try ideally I try to do maybe once a week and I know typically I should be doing it every single day but that's what I'm also thinking too is like okay like do I really need to floss my teeth every single day like brushing for sure I totally get that and I I brush my teeth three times a day so morning then when I'm at work I'm eating my lunch after I'm done with my lunch brush my teeth you bet you betcha you betcha I'm carrying a a toothbrush with me then when I go to bed brush my teeth right before I go to bed Flossing, on the other hand, like, again, I know, like, unless if there's like, I know there's a piece of food stuck between my teeth, like, okay, I'll pick it out without like with those little handy dandy flosses, not the string floss, because that's whack. But again, like, I'm efficient. I need certain tools.
1: Gotcha. No, no. I mean, that's good. That's good. You brush. I mean, three times a day. Hey, that's more than me. Okay. I'm being honest here. Like, I don't I don't brush that time that many times a day. I brush twice a day. You know, in the morning and once before night and then maybe on a rare occasion, I'll be like, well, I'm going to some kind of like, you know, some get together or something like that. I'm like, you know, I feel like I got to I got to, you know, break out the toothbrush in a sense. Right. So that's good that you're doing that. You know, obviously once a week for flossing. Hey, you know, I'm going to tell you, you got to you got to floss a little bit more than that. You got to floss ideally, you know, before you go to bed once a day, you know, or if you can like, you know, hey, get yourself. a. Have you heard of a water pick? Or a uh, water, uh, like, no, what did you say? Like a water, water pick or water flosser?
0: Yeah, I've, you know, I've actually, just because I'm kind of, I'm lazy like that, I thought about, like, you know, maybe the, that water flosser, again, would be good, beneficial, again, for, like, dental hygiene. But then I'm like, well, okay, like, what if, like, there's something, like, really stuck in there and you just need that extra force? You know what I mean?
1: You know? Yeah, no, I mean, like, uh, don't even think about lazy, dude. You know, just, like... It's it's a good tool. Like even uh people like people that floss, they want a water pick to go with it because it it feels good sometimes. You know some people like you know the kind of the stimulation of those gums, and it can it can stimulate those gums, uh get rid of the stuff you know the you know the debris or whatever in between. But I'll tell you this, flossing is arguably the same if not better than brushing your teeth because brushing your teeth is great. You know you can have somebody with you know pearly white teeth or whatever, but What do they have that's really bad with their thing? Their gums. Okay. Mm -hmm. The gums are basically holding the teeth. So you polishing off the teeth is good and all. And there's bacteria and, and so on and so forth over there. But what's really the kind of the, you know, how should I say, the real star of the show is your gums. Okay. Because they're holding the teeth. And once you get not at all strong, healthy gums, they're not supporting those teeth, you know.
0: So let me ask you this then. So like again, for for those couples out there that are listening in on this, so when you're trying to kiss your significant other right when you wake up, it's like, oh, hang on, babe. Look, let, let me let me floss my teeth. Right? Is is that what we're supposed to say now, rather than brush? <laughs> like, let me brush my teeth. Like, no, no, I need a floss. My I teeth. Need a floss.
1: <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know about that. But see, look, I'm not gonna like you know say, hey, do one or the other. I'm a I'm a both kind of guy, right? Both are good and. You know, unfortunately, we've all kind of like learned that brushing your teeth—that's kind of all we need in life. And even like, oh, I don't—I don't need an electric toothbrush, right? Do you? Do you have an electric toothbrush, by the way?
0: I do not. You know, I mean, I think they're cool, but for me, I feel like it's—it's it's a little bit of a waste. You know what I mean?
1: So or, I don't know. Okay, so hey, I'm—you know—tell me why you think it's a waste.
0: One well, is was like, okay, like, uh, uh, so yeah, the body is still usable. Now I just got to replace the head every x amount of who knows months. And so it's okay,
1: so in, it's an expense, right? It's an, yes, expense it's an expense issue. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like a lot of people think that I still think that, you know. Um but let me tell you this. Would you want okay, like if I told you that hey, your your manual toothbrush, right, uh is only getting rid of getting rid of 10% of the, you know, the the biofilm and plaque on your teeth? And then I told you an electric toothbrush gets rid of ninety percent. Which one's better? Obviously.
0: I would assume. Okay. Okay. Hang on. I see where you're going with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm about uh, to sell you now, something as well. Now, you're about to sell me something right now. Right. But right, right. I
0: I, I got to say this though. Okay. So like we know. I mean, we remember how we talked about our gut microbiome, correct? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we need we need to have a diverse microbiome. So again, if Are we're you? getting rid of ninety percent <laughs> of this bacteria. Is this good bacteria? Is this well, it's bad like, bacteria? You know what it's I mean? Like,
1: it's like you're the, like the Lorax and you're like, I don't speak for the trees. I speak for those gut, you know, bad oral bacteria in my mouth, you know? Okay. Excuse me? I'm That's the another story. I speak for the teeth. Oh. Okay. Okay. I got you. Speak for the trees. Speak for the teeth. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Nobody's saying like you're trying to sterilize the mouth, right? Okay. But, you know, there are some bacteria and there's good bacteria for sure, right? Like you want that. Um, I don't know about streptococcus mutants being gut loving bacteria, but hey, I'm I'm still a student. I'm still trying to figure out these things. That's another story about like, you know, really, really what, what bacteria we need in the gut, you know, that really, you know, would make be beneficial, beneficial to somebody. But basically electric toothbrushes do a thousand times more work and less work, you know, it's an expense issue. And I totally get that because, yeah, like. You got to replace what the head, the brush head, like every three months or at least when it it shows, you know, signs of wear. And that can be an expensive thing for somebody. But I really think it it is an investment, a really good one. You know, like it's like, why do you take vitamins? You spend money to take vitamins because they're good for your health. Similarly, your oral hygiene health. It's important because we talked about this. It's like you don't want to lose your teeth. You know, you don't want to go into that stage where you lose bone. You know, and you can't get this back. You yeah. cannot get bone back. Alveolar bone, you know, the bone that's in the gums, the tooth, you know, you know where the tooth are socketed into. You can't get that back. You know, maybe worst comes the worst, dentures, but you do not want to do this. It's like, hey, okay, here's something kind of weird. Ever had that dream where you're like, your teeth are falling out?
0: Mm, I've had it a couple of times, not a whole lot.
1: Yeah, so like, I think like you know, Freud. He said something like that, like, okay, well, maybe it's because you're thinking about some weird, you know, and then he'll say it's like some theory or whatever. But basically, teeth, and I think this, teeth are important to everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. We know that's like, if we lost a tooth, that would be, like, devastating. You know, that's like losing a finger. Like, if you lost all your upper front teeth, like, how would you be able to do anything? You lose your teeth, your jaw literally will compensate, and you'll get an overbite. Okay. Excuse me, an underbite. And that, well, that's going to, you know, not only affect your eating, it's going to affect your nasal pathways, which is going to affect your breathing. Okay. And so now your risk for what, um, you know, like, uh, how should I say, you know, like sleep apnea in the sense like that snoring and things like that. It's like, it's amazing how, you know, the oral cavity, losing your teeth or, you know, in a sense, changing that area really affects the way you breathe, the way you eat, you know, pain and so on and so forth. It's it's multi, you know, faceted is what I'm saying.
0: That is crazy. No, that, that's very interesting. I mean, I mean, hey, that's a whole bunch of to- uh, other topics that we'll have to cover for next time.
1: All right, everybody. Well, we appreciate that. You tuning in and, you know, listening to this topic, which I, I think Armour and Soul can agree with, is an important topic. I think a lot of people need to be listening to and kind of studying up on oral hygiene, dental hygiene, and, and, you know, just the importance of the oral cavity. Well, so, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening and uh, we hope to hear from you again. And thank you guys
0: for tuning in and being very patient with our schedule. That means the world to us. And don't forget to keep those mugs warm. Till the next time. Till the the next brew. brew.